takes a lot of ways to win a ball game. The Chiefs actually did very, very well in one particular category, and they dodged a bullet that's going to help them next week against the Ravens today on Locked on Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, friends and neighbors. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers can get $150 back on a $5 bet, guaranteed win or lose, just by going to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get started right now. We have a great show for you. The, the fallout from the Chiefs' victory against the Buffalo Bills, and then what do they do to turn the page? We have a few more bits of information about what playoff Chiefs football is this season versus the past. We're going to go through that. We're going to get back to what the O-line is doing because they just stand out really, really well. And we're going to start off with they won because of a couple of factors. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, as well as RGR Football and NFL33.com for all your team building needs. I'm going to be at the Senior Bowl next week, and you'll find that content over on NFL33. We have a ton to talk about here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. That means your team every single day for free on every platform, starting here on YouTube, where I'd ask you to like and sub and hit the bell, and then go check out both Spotify, Apple, all the, the podcast platforms, because we're free all the time, everywhere, every time you go and look for it. And if you want a little bit more, you can get on the text line at 816-357-8781 and get in the know. He's Chris Clark from Chiefs Corner. going to give you the Chiefs breakdown on the quarterback, the cap, the whole nine yards. And I'm going to give you a ton else over with my folks on RGR as well. So how did they? Why did they? What happened? And for me, it just comes down to the overarching thing. Not Don't really want to talk a uh x's and o's it just comes down to this they weren't gonna let him be right and patrick played it up in the postgame locker room obviously we we have now all heard about Deion dawkins i didn't hear about it going into the game i didn't either so, <clears throat> it's just one of those things like take all the doubters and smack them in the face uh just just don't let it happen yes we are still the reigning champs until one of you knocks us off and that's that's the attitude they have to have all the way through the next one yeah, and that's the attitude they absolutely have. And it was fantastic to watch that team play the way they played. It was great to see Mahomes' pettiness come back. Uh, you absolutely love to see it. He is dialed in. And, you know, we talked about it on last night's show. He took several situations where he may normally force the ball uh, earlier this season, and he didn't do that in this scenario. And when you do those kinds of things, you give yourself a chance to win. Uh, and there are different situations, obviously, if you're down and you're trying to come back, that's a different scenario, but with the way the game was going, he played within the scheme. He played within, uh, you know, what they were trying to get done. And he was very successful at getting, uh, the ball moving down the field, uh, what 7.7 yards per, uh, attempt or just sorry, 7.35, I think, or 9.35 yards per attempt, sorry, 7.7 yards per play is what the chiefs had on offense. So, uh, and again, like I said last night, only four third downs total, uh, one for three passing. It's uh, just ridiculous efficiency from the Chiefs' offense when they had the ball. Yeah, and and sometimes that's going to happen. And against a foe like that, it's it's going to happen a little bit more often. But here's the key: along with that, just insurmountable attitude, the the unwillingness to allow themselves to lose, despite everything. And I I really do feel like the Buffalo Bills threw everything they could at them. Could they have had a, a catch or two from their wide receivers that maybe extend some drives? Yes. But they took every punch that the Bills had to deliver, and they stood in there. 
And that's the key for me. And it comes down to Patrick. Was it a glorious night? No, clearly on third down, you're right. It, it wasn't, wasn't everything. But 23 of 17, controlled the ball, did everything that we've complained about all season long in showing that maturity to take what's there, not force it, not take chances, and just deliver the ball over and over and over. 9.3 yards per attempt. That's significant. Yes, there were two touchdowns, and he continues his streak of not turning the ball over in the playoffs. And as we said in our pregame show, don't turn the ball over. Don't make silly mistakes. Don't pull those things. Check, check, check. QB1 continues to deliver who he is and, and abiding by the rules more so now in the playoffs than he did in the regular season. Absolutely. And I think that's a huge thing for this team. And really, they did turn the ball over. But the one thing that we've talked about all season long, you can't turn it over and give him a short field. And what happened on that turnover when McCall Hardman fumbled the ball? Yes, it went out of the end zone. Stupid rule when you know the Buffalo Bills got it on the 20. But they ended up punting on that next drive. So it ended up not hurting them in the fact that they didn't allow the Bills to score points. They allowed their defense to have 80 yards to work with to defend, and the defense was able to get it done. This defense has only allowed seven points in the second half in the postseason so far, and they've played – I think the number two offense and the number six offense. That's phenomenal efficiency from the defense. Uh, Mahomes played fantastic. We've already kind of talked about that. The offensive line, which we're going to talk about here in a second, played great. Lots to talk about about all of these different things that led to the Chiefs' victory. But the thing that I love the most is watching after the game, Mahomes get in the locker room and talk to the guys, and the pettiness comes out. And the pettiness came out on Instagram towards Deion Dawkins. I didn't see it either, but knowing he has that in him, knowing he's going to be listening and taking those and he's using it internally, it's great to see. The, the only thing that always like bites me at that is I know somewhere Tom Brady's smiling when he does that. That's the only thing that, that makes it a little bit bitter for me, but that's okay. Uh, he also did a good job, I think, in breaking down postgame uh, and echoing what Andy Reid had to say, and that is that, yes, enjoy this. This was a hard-fought win against an incredible foe, one that – has battled you as good as anybody, but it ain't over. You got another thing here, and we're going to talk later in the week, starting tomorrow with Matt Derrick, about how they shift from Josh Allen towards Lamar Jackson. What are the differences? How do they attack that? We're going to break it all down for you and preview for it on Friday. Don't miss that show. And in between, we're also going to talk to the folks who know the Ravens the best, and you want that inside information. Coming up next, the offensive line. Just how important was their performance last night? And how lucky did they get today? We're going to tell you all about it coming up next. It's the perfect time right now with everything heating up, the fire that you saw from the Chiefs yesterday, as well as everything from the Ravens and the Niners and those Lions of all things. If you want to get into the action, it's the best time right now that the regular season is gone and a thing of the past and the ultimate four-team tourney is going on right now. You can get in the action at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook because they got you set up. And if you are a new user right now, you can get $150 back in bonus bets when you place a $5 bet. Win, lose, draw, or sideways, just place the bet and you get $150 back in your account no matter what. Those bonus bets come in handy, and then you can start looking around. You can use the app. It's super easy to navigate and just go find what you want to get in the action on, whether it's a same-game parlay, that's multiple players that you want to get lines on, get in the action. You can use the Explore tab. That's going to set you up for all the bets that you might want to look at. There's a parlay hub that lets you roll a bunch together and get all that information that we give you here and you get from other spots and that you have in your head. Get that in the action as well as lines 
as well as props, as well as everything that you always get over at FanDuel. Go check them out today. It's FanDuel.com slash on. Make your first bet an easy one at FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Now, also, what you guys want to check out is the Locked On Sports Today feed. That is a national show that covers all of our biggest topics. You're going to see us over there. You'll see us on some other shows. Chris guessed it on a bunch of the national shows last night, so make sure you check that out. It is available 24-7, I think you guys will dig it. You'll get a link to it after this show as well. But that said, here on the Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day for free all the time. Thanks for making us your first listen, and check out that feed or another show for your next listen what i want you to hear and hear next is just how good the chiefs offensive line played there were a number of things that gave it away and i have to say the one that probably surprised me the most was just the the obvious adulation and respect for donovan smith didn't have i would say the the best game he did give up a couple of pressures too on the night um not, neither of them ended up in in a contact on patrick but you can feel the offensive line. You can feel Kelsey, the respect coming from that. And given what he's been recovering from, clearly is a little bit more severe than they've let on. But having veteran presence at this time of year, I think is what's making the difference in being able to adapt to whatever these Bills, now the Ravens, and whoever else is going to throw at him. Five total pressures on the night. <laughs> I know they didn't throw the ball a ton, but five pressures. Uh, that was a phenomenal game by the Chiefs. Only one hit allowed uh, that went on Jamon Taylor. Uh, you know he had a lot of tough assignments throughout that night uh, mm-hmm. on both sides of the, on both sides of the offensive line. But to have a situation where you're in a playoff game in the divisional round and your QB only has to deal with five pressures, uh, according to PFF, obviously uh, there's lots of different ways you can look at that. But their offensive line paid, played fantastic. Uh, you know the interior of the, the interior three of the offensive line played absolutely amazing, and I guess you should add Nick Allegretti in there as well because it wasn't just Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney went out with an injury, uh, and Allegretti stepped in, and he was the guy that I think got the lead block on the final first down to win the game by Pacheco. Uh, it is so important to be able to have a sixth offensive lineman can just step into your offense and go when it needs to happen. Thankfully, the Chiefs haven't had to deal with that much this season. Obviously, they've had issues with Donovan Smith at times, but the rest of the offensive line has been very healthy, and they're very lucky in that regard. Yeah, stop me if you heard this before. The Chiefs interior three, or maybe in this case three and a half, are elite. Um, Really nice to see the guy that that probably got the best grade overall, but certainly in the run game, uh, was Creed Humphrey. Trey Smith, a stellar night uh, with a, a lot to contend with inside. And obviously, Joe Tooney's Joe Tooney got 37 of the 50 snaps, did have the injury. It was Allegretti that came in for him. And here's the nice thing. If you get Wanya Morris back from the concussion protocol, you can not only go six, but you can go seven offensive linemen. You can put him out there. You can put Wanya in the backfield. There's a number of things that you could do with these seven guys. And we always talk in the preseason about how many are you going to keep. Well, that's your core next year. You're looking at bringing them all back. I'm sure that's an offseason plan we'll talk about. But it revolves around the veteran Joe Tooney. And I think having him get injured last night was clearly a worry. Today, the MRI comes back. It looks like it is a strain. People seem very optimistic. And the the thought is, we'll see how he is for this week. What's your reaction? And are you concerned at all? Oh, I think there's an absolutely legitimate concern. Uh, I think that you look at this situation and Allegretti stepping in against a 
very formidable front by the Ravens. I think that's a huge problem. Uh, and I, I like Allegretti. I think he's a great offensive lineman. He's a great backup, but he's not Joe Tooney. And that's not a fair comparison for Allegretti because, Alec, because Tooney is an all-pro, multiple-year all-pro. So it's not really a fair comparison to him. Uh, but you don't want to miss him in this game going up against the Ravens' interior. So it's a, it's a big concern. The big thing for me, though, is he has a chance to return this season. That was my biggest fear. The fact that he went out and didn't come back in made me think that maybe it was completely torn. I know a strain is a little bit of a tear, and I get all that, and it's possible he plays this week. I would not bet against him just because of the way he is and the way he usually plays, uh, but it's also possible he doesn't play this week. Maybe they play Allegretti. If they get a win, Tooney can be back for the Super Bowl. Yeah, and here, here's the thing. A lot of folks in the chat, folks, we are live for you tonight. We try to go live a couple times a week when we can. Make sure that we can get some of your thoughts and questions in. We're not going to get to questions today, but a couple of comments in, in the chat. Uh, the best scenario would have been a bruise because that's something that through treatment modalities, Rick and Rick Burkholder, the vice president of athletic training, he'd have that sorted out and Joe would be ready to go. The strain is the next step up. It's certainly not as bad as a complete tear. That would end the season, like you said. But strain's always a problem because strain can, can be graded. They're, they're always one through three, the severity getting worse. If it's if it's just a little, if it's just a light tear, stretch, whatever, um, you can tear muscle fiber. That's going to heal probably within a week. You'll be sore. You might not have the flexibility he usually does or the strength, but he'll be able to function. If it's somewhere in the middle where you have a partial tear, that limits the strength and the ability, but it also limits a whole lot of inflammation and other things that come with it. So we just don't know. We're going to have to see how he responds. And honestly, whether he practices starting Wednesday, we should have more of an update as well as what Andy Reid said. This information did not come from Andy Reid. It was not an official announcement. This was outside of the building. So look for more confirmation there. But I wanted to throw something past you here because I think this is what we're coming down to. Um, and, and a lot of folks, you know, despite what we've been saying for the last couple of months, a lot of folks in the national media are starting to come around to the fact that, oh, heck, the Chiefs are actually set up to be a good playoff team because their defense is strong. They figured out how to run the ball. And, and now that their offensive line is getting it done for them, Patrick's got somebody to block for him. Well, yes, that all comes together. But the key is, like you said, with Algretti having a sixth right now, Valgretti has to play. I think that's good. I'd still like to see them use some of the medicine. I'd steal from the Bills a little bit and run some jumbo packages. And if Juan is available, I'd like to see him out on the edge. He's a guy that can pull. He's good in space. He's not you know, as explosive as Joe Tooney. He's not as quick as Creed, but he's good in that space. And I think that that gives you, I think, again, uh, the, the girth, the physicality that you want to bring to the Ravens before they bring it to you. And I get that. I would argue, though, that I think that what Kansas City found last night, and I think what they'll probably do against Baltimore is they'll probably go more three tight end set. They ran the ball very effectively in three tight end sets, and Andy Reid loves using it because you can do so many things with it, uh, with the different uh, players that that at that position the Chiefs have. And Travis Kelsey has been playing very well. Uh, you know, obviously Noah Gray has been playing pretty well, but Blake Bell is the guy that really helps in the running game, uh, and he had a great night against. The, against the Bills. I think that if you look at what they're probably going to do going into this game, it's using more of the 12 and 13 personnel trying to establish the running game. But as I, you know, you and I were talking before the show, as I looked, uh, it could be almost 50 degrees <laughs> on Sunday when they play. 
that is unheard of at this in this time of year in an outdoor environment. So if it's that type of weather, uh, obviously the wind and, and rain can determine things as well. But if it's that type of weather, I think that the passing game is going to be something that they're going to probably use more than you would expect because it's not going to be cold. It's not going to be one of those things where you have to impose your will uh, in the running game. I do think that they're going to run the ball. I just don't know that they're going to run it as much as they did against the Bills because the cold isn't going to be as big of a factor if that weather holds up. I think they still have to. I, I think it's part of their identity, at least postseason-wise now, that they need to get that done. And, um, you know, in honor of the all-juice today that I've got on, if you're not seeing it on video, uh, old friend Trez Pether would, would just be shaking his head. Almost 50 degrees in January. It doesn't sound like football weather, but you got to play where you got to play, and that's what it's going to come down to. Who's going to play and how often? particularly at the wide receiver position, that's starting to really get solidified. We're going to talk about who got where, when, and how, what comes next for them coming up next. Game time is the fastest and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, GameTime takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. See the view from your seat before you buy, so you'll know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total up front, so you know you're getting the great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in two seconds with two taps. GameTime has deals on tickets right up until the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It is the place to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much, much more. And with the game time guarantee, you'll it means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Right now, all game time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code Vegas100. Terms apply. Just download the game time app and use code Vegas 100 that's V-E-G-A-S 100 for $100 off a big game ticket. If you're not going to the game, use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The fun part about playoff football is especially for these chiefs, they get to change things up a little bit. We change it up a lot on the Locked On Sports Today national feed. You guys want to check out that YouTube channel. We're going to send it to you after this one, but we got a link for you as well. So you can see all the shows that are really important. We run that 24-7. I think you guys will dig that. It, it is about changing it up for where the Chiefs are, but without risking what your continuity is. And I think we found what the continuity is, uh, continuity is yet again. And when you break that down, no one will be surprised that the guy that played the most Passing snaps, the most snaps, period, from the receiving core was Rasheed Rice. He didn't have the the outlandish uh, targets this week, uh, but he did be be the guy, he, he continued to be the guy on the field that really was holding it down snap after snap after snap. Did that surprise you? No, it didn't surprise me. I think that that's exactly what he is. And I was looking at this before, and I – closed out of it i think he had 47 yards on the night and 42 of those were yak yards uh just that is, he's a yak machine his yards per or sorry his a dot which is your average depth of target 
was, I believe, 1.3 yards. And he ended up with 47 yards on the night on four catches, uh, over 10 yards of reception. Just absolutely fantastic night for Rice. The thing that I th- find funny, and you know, I said this on Twitter last night. I don't know that I said it during the show, so I want to say it now. You have to give credit where credit's due. MBS came up big when he was needed uh, against the Buffalo Bills. And the mm-hmm. bigger thing to me is he not only came up big when he was needed, but he led them in uh, yards per route run by almost a full yard and a half. It's impressive. That's 17 snaps at, at in passing, had four targets, caught two, 62 yards. That is insane production from a wide receiver. If he can continue to do that, that's absolutely what Kansas City needs on uh, from the wide receiver group. And he didn't have that many snaps. Obviously, snaps were down because the Chiefs didn't run that many plays. That plays part of it, but that's still great production. Yeah, agreed. On a night when they didn't throw that many times, um, Justin Watson was targeted. Um, he did not come up with it, but there was there was a lot of contact on that play. Other than that, you had Rice four for four, Kels six five for six. One for one uh, for Pacheco, for Clyde, for McColl. Uh, the other guy that I think we need to shout out a little bit, and it's not a wide receiver, but no great three for three. Yes, it was only 16 yards, but he's putting in the work. And he had another target, uh, another opportunity that I think they will target in the future to really take advantage of the guy that is the other tight end. I think between that and the fact that Rasheed was not given um, an overly gross number of targets, I think that feeds into what I like in that they didn't show all their cards yet this whole season, and, and we should know better. When when I start complaining next year about how they're not doing enough, just remind me they're not going to in the regular season, but they're going to bring it out slowly in the playoffs. And I think this this leads up to being able to use Rasheed and Noah as continued weapons that they don't see coming because there just isn't enough volume right now. Well, you talk about Noah Gray having three catches for 16 yards, uh, and it's that's not great. Five yards a catch, or just over five yards a catch. Okay, well, he had a first down. That's what's important. It really doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it's great to get you know 16 yards, whatever, but getting first downs is what got Kansas City to be able to score on just about every single drive they had the ball. Obviously, the second half changed things a little bit for the Chiefs, uh, but Noah Gray was productive, and you know you have another situation, and, and we'll talk about the guy in the offseason. Jody Fortson could be back. There's lots of different things that are probably going to happen on this roster, but it's very important to get to a point where you figure out the wide receiver core, and the whole reason that this is a bigger issue and, and that it becomes a bigger issue is because you have a guy like Justin Ross who played five snaps the entire game, none on offense. Yeah. And you can be frustrated about that because – he didn't, you know, you think that there's a lot of potential and I get all that, but the the fact of the matter is, I think one of the things that we saw during the season is you didn't get a regular, regular, you didn't get a regular wide receiver rotation. And when that happens, you don't get guys that are in the rhythm of the game. And I think they're finally starting to get there. So I don't expect Ross to be a guy that's going to get a lot of playing time on offense. And, you know, people in the chat are asking about Sky Moore being back. Maybe he'll be back, but he tweaked his knee on Friday so it's possible he won't be returning until the Super Bowl if he returns this season. Yeah, there's a lot of maybes. Sky Moore, obviously. Kadarius Tony re-injured himself. That's why he's been delayed, right? Yeah. Um, I, I am a little questioning why um, Richie James wasn't used a little bit more. Uh, but That's maybe that uh, maybe it is, again, though, a game plan thing. Thought you had the matchups. 
maybe that comes out this week. Maybe it comes out in the Super Bowl. Uh, and I am speaking more and more as though uh, they're going to be in that Super Bowl because they have a great chance. This is not a foregone conclusion. Everyone who thought the Chiefs season was dead and buried is wrong. And they're right in this fight to go back to another Super Bowl. We're going to continue to break it all down for you tomorrow. Six straight years, Mahomes has been in, in to the AFC Championship game. That's all he's ever known. His season has always made it to the AFC Championship game. That is phenomenal. That is something that we're – it's very special to be able to watch. Uh, loving that as a Chiefs fan, you can see the background. Uh, Mahomes and Kelsey, one of the greatest duos to ever play. They passed Tom Brady and Gronk last night in, pa in touchdown passes uh, – or touchdown TDs, I apologize. Yeah, touchdown passes caught by a duo. I, just phenomenal the way those two have been playing. Uh, and it's only taken them six years to do so. Uh, it's a lot of fun to watch this team right now. And I do think that you are going to see Noah Gray use more. I do think that, you know, I think that they kind of went away from Rasheed Rice at times last night. And I do think he got hurt early. And I think that kind of affected maybe how they're being able to, you know, play in the second half because he wasn't the same player. But it did look like he was talking to the media afterwards, which is usually a good sign going forward. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, you know, he's had some hamstring things a little bit this season. He's had little nicks and knacks. Um, hopefully, the, they'll get that treated up. This is a game where you got to be on your toes and you got to have all your weapons. Uh, Lamar is Lamar. We're going to start talking about that tomorrow with Matt Derrick from inside the building. Hopefully, we'll have another update. If not, by Wednesday, we should. So be prepared for that. We'll have more for you coming later in the week when we talk with the insiders over with the Ravens and get you a little bit of intel, and then we will break it all down on Friday, get you ready for that ball game. It's going to be a lot of fun. We appreciate you guys being with us this week. Thank you for everyone who came out last night on our post-game live. That was a lot of fun. We hope that to see you next time. We'll try to do another live here probably towards the end of the week, so be prepared for that. Have a great one, and we'll talk to you next time.